Enjoy the show. Play on the channel. You know? He's got a bit of a problem. It's only, <laughs> it's only about 500 games. Digital. Order. <laughs> happens, but you don't want big bonus to you. Ah, you yeah. can stare. I don't get the sock. It's kind of a job. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to penetrate space. You really got to show it. Get it in there deep. <laughs> really jam it. You got to do it multiple times. In and out and in and out and in. Man, he's in the Bats corner. Sparkling <laughs> and looking fabulous. <laughs> On that bombshell, <laughs> yeah, we'll How start about the we show. go live? Quick for the green flags, One, two, because we're multi-streaming here on so Facebook.com, YouTube, YouTube, Twitch.com. Welcome we to the Triforce Pod. Live, gang, because this is the 262nd, oddly enough, Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation, and we are the Triforce Podcast, of course. I am your host, Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. To my left is Christopher Bristow, the old man. We have our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother Stephen Bucarell. And, of course, our mascot, Hero of Time at my feet, Link Diablo. And gang, we do st- we, we gather here together to talk about all the latest and greatest in geek culture, nerdy news, and video games. And we have two guests in the Perjanger box tonight. Uh, joining us are Trevor Alexander and Jeff Smalley from New Dad Gaming. You can find their stuff at newdadgaming.com. I did. Thank you for joining the show, guys. <laughs> Welcome. Absolute pleasure. Couldn't have said it better myself. So excited to be here tonight. The It's a lot more audio-visual than uh, we're used to on our show, so this is going to be fun to keep up. Yeah, man. Um, we we started off with a car ride. Um, GS <laughs> yeah. four years ago, and he already had the, the network set up, and then I just came in, and we slowly just donked it, um, fucking up every single spot of the way. <laughs> Falling flat on our faces. We like to say fa- failing upwards. Um, <laughs> yes, we definitely failed upwards. <laughs> I had previous experience with a, a podcast company I started with a friend of mine I call Bob, because fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I remember the shit that I used to do with OBS. And now we're doing Streamlabs OBS, which allows us to multi-stream along with, you know, the chat box will pop up. You know, we've actually used the virtual webcam from Streamlabs, so it was a lot of slow update and progress, but one of the best things that has ever happened was, it sounds so fucked up, but the pandemic, because mm. everybody... How dare you? How dare you? Cancel culture's coming, but in the fact that everybody was on Zoom. Hashtag not my virus. Everybody, the, our podcast didn't change. It just evolved to where now we have the projanger box that you're in, and... Mm-hmm. We gained another, uh, well, weekly podcast member with Katarina, our wonderful woman. And she couldn't be here tonight because we changed the nights up on her. Literally, she texted us last night like, am I missing something? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, we forgot. But that's, that's the thing is, is it, it allows this to be possible because so many people are just used to and accustomed to Zoom now. And you can al- allow it to be one of your appendages and use it as a tool in podcasting. So it's a definite feature that we like to do, regardless of talking about ourselves. We want to talk about you guys because we're a Philly-based, you know, well, we'll put it this way. We're a U.S.-based podcast. You guys are a little bit north of us um, Mm. in Canada. 
Ontario, you mentioned, and we want to know, I guess my question is, what are some differences that I would, that you could think of that an American wouldn't be able to, like, wouldn't know about gaming from your side? Is there anything different online-wise? We're getting fucked by Comcast and Verizon while (laughs) Europe has, like, next fucking century lightning speed. You're like 25% faster. I'm always curious, so through the looking glass, like how is gaming on your side? Yeah, the Jeff, I think, Jeff, Jeff unfortunately has a perpetual rant about pricing uh, <laughs> on the, compared to on the two, right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Pricing up here is ridiculous. So while you guys are down there with Comcast, we're up here with paying with gold to try yeah. and get an internet connection because it is expensive. And I don't think we're any more... I, I don't think we're faster than anybody else. We just pay a lot more, probably double, triple than what oh, you guys are paying shit. down there. Wow. So Damn. what's your, yeah. what's your price point? How, what would that equal in, in us dollar? Let me do the yeah. conversion in my oh, head. Oh yeah. That's like, <laughs> how many Canada boxes <laughs> one us? This isn't a math show. <laughs> hey, Google. <Fucking> Google. <laughs> I would, you know, I don't, I don't think it's too egregious to say. I, I almost think it's double, honestly, for the amount. Yeah. Let's say you want to get like uh, ten gigs a month, like on your phone for that. That mm. is hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, depending oh who God. you're going with. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Jeez. and that's just the internet speed. The other one is the game prices itself. Yeah, because what they love to do is when the Canadian dollar and the American dollar differ. You know, mm-hmm. Canadian dollar is going way down. It's a lot more. They'll raise the Canadian price. So okay, so it costs. 40 bucks in America costs 60 bucks in Canada. But then we come closer to parity and the game costs 40 bucks in America and 70 bucks in Canada. <laughs> like it, it never gets closer. It always goes farther apart. Yeah. So there's a bit of a tax on the uh, other side of the border here. Even, even digital, even digital assets. That's the best part too. It's like you did ship nothing. There, this didn't touch a train. <laughs> like you just sent it over the waves and I'm still paying like 80 bucks for this game. You know what? Yeah. I, now that you I, say that, I do remember a story about that because Steam and was trying to get around that for an like, American. and <laughs> wow, man, that is so fucked. That is that sucks. I think you, uh, I think you guys need to game share with one of us so you can get our library. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I don't know if you guys know this. There's like actual there's services where if you live close enough to the border, you can put. You want to order an American product, you get shipped to just on the border. And then they'll either figure out the freighter. You drive across the border on a day trip and pick it up because it's so much cheaper. And then you come on back to Canada. Do you have anything to claim? No, sir. No. 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 Not at all. Strapped to. So like, no, I'm not from your country. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. One saving grace, I will say, well, on digital stuff, on digital games, we used to get away without paying tax. Yeah. So that's a way that we could save, you know, a good, I don't know, 10 bucks on some stuff. That was but now the they just, they introduced it. <laughs> so it's, we're paying tax on digital stuff too. So, yeah, I do remember that story because it was not just you. It was like, everybody was just like, yeah, yeah guess what? You're not getting away from it. <laughs> <I'm> like, Fuck! <laughs> it's following you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Last one. Sorry. Just the, I just realized this too. Uh, so because we're officially bilingual, now nobody. I say technically official because every we're supposed to speak English and French. Yeah, mostly just English. But because it's law, every box has to have everything in English and in French. Wow. So if you come up here, like 
your box art is going to be entirely different because it has to have all the titles, all the names, all the manuals have to be in both official languages. So the it tends to ruin some of the prettier boxes that you might see. Yeah, imagine like we'll just take out here, we'll take yeah. here. <laughs> Let's just reduce that font size uh, yeah. a good hundred pixels or so. Wait, there was a Mega Man on that cover. <laughs> <laughs> I saw his accents. Next thing, next thing, they'll just start putting the text in bolding in the in the box art. So the color is the text, and it'll actually look like the box art. And it'll just be you'll see read at read point I. <laughs> no, his literal I. <laughs> <laughs> so where are what are you most excited for in gaming future? Because obviously, mm. out of the big greats, we have a lot of push for VR, AR different stuff like that. Obviously there's a limit to what you can do with the consoles, but where are you putting your chips more? Hmm. The, I think the streaming service has been just a game changer. Well, excuse the pun on that, but the, (laughs) so myself, (laughs) I'm I'm running with uh, Xbox game pass right now. Okay. And you pay a monthly subscription. And with that, I get access to this ridiculous library more games than I'd ever be able to play. Even with EA Access as well. Yeah, absolutely, right? So I'm getting all these sports games coming out, like first day drops, and it's just shifted. There's this worry where, okay, this if the benevolent corporation ever decides to take it away, you have nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's kind of, I could understand the arguments to having, and Jeff would argue for this, So I, having the physical disc. I That's read, how you roll. I read an article that with Game Pass and Ultimate Game Pass, People who are subscribed to them spend 35% more on top of the subscription because oh. now they, to get like all the extra enhancements in DLC, now they're paying that extra money on top of that Game Pass. So Microsoft's making their money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're making it in the back end. Giga. Yep. But <laughs> that's, that's what they do. They do it everywhere. They do it in car sales. They do whatever. That, you're going to stuff in that back end, but you have that nice low price in the entry point and then they have all this nice attractive shit in front of you like okay your mm-hmm. free pathway is right back here with your low monthly subscription but look at all this awesome crap we have but what what i also like about the game pass is um the indie centric games that they have that yeah games that mm-hmm. you would have never played yeah. otherwise mm-hmm. that they have available and you can just download and say hey i'm just going to try this and it costs me nothing because it's built in microsoft i want to say they had a little bit more of an edge compared to like obviously PCs out of this talk because that's where fucking indies were. But out of the bigs, I mean, you scarcely see anything out of Nintendo indie. No, Nintendo Nintendo Switch has that's a probably lot because of, I haven't looked at Nintendo in years. Besides a lot of indie centric games, but they don't have like a subscription to back it up. But Microsoft, obviously, Sony just like gobbled up a bunch of people. Like, come on, we'll put out your game. But Microsoft was doing indie centric stuff from like 360. Yeah, they were early on. When, I mean, with the inception of the Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, because it was that easy game. But then again, you got games like Shadow Complex on the 360. Yeah, that was good. Which was fantastic. Which they remastered yeah. and put out for all platforms. And I fucking bought it again. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the curse of the PC Master Race, is that I will buy it again. I bought Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I didn't have to. Oh. He has it on PlayStation. We share. So I didn't need to. It's right in it's in my catalog though. It's in my Steam library. It's another book on the shelf. You know? He's got a bit of a problem. It's only, it's only about five hundred. Digital. Games. Lord, it happens. Look, 
Do you know how much space in this house all of those games would take? Oh yeah, I know. I know. That's a whole it new house. Be, you would look at you would look at me like I have a fucking problem. But when I say That's I have five hundred digital games, you're like, oh, whatever. You just I wasted. Think, a bunch I think of we money. have a new. I think we have a new A and E show, Digital Hoarders. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Do you have a problem, sir? I might play that. I, I literally I had such Please a problem with my hard delete. drive for the longest time. It's okay. We will work through this together. Just press <laughs> delete. I had the hardest. <laughs> I had the hardest time pressing delete on a game. But what am I? What do I want to play it? Then I gotta wait for this shit to download. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It, it was uh, a digital orders episode. There, that is the first yeah. episode. So that's the and that's a that's one of the more interesting ones too. So the the next phase of the Game Pass is they're actually going to stream it to your console. They, so you can download it if you want to make sure right you don't want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they're so, going with that anywhere, everywhere thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, if you want to, as opposed to having like the 18 gig download just to try something first level. Oh, neat. I hate this. So now I got to download it. I've wasted a bunch yeah. of data and two hours of my life. Stream it, play it. Like, do you like it very much? Oh, great. You can download it, maybe get some DLC. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of, that new accessibility to just jump in, dive into games, playing like the point about indie games, like, bang on like it, like i would have never probably spent 40 bucks on this indie game let me try it oh it turns out it's a favorite game i've ever played in my life yeah so so that type of accessibility to it i think is really exciting for the future counterpoint to that though damn you Jeff. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed this before we got on jeff we're gonna be trevor, a team. yes see <laughs> trevor's always trying to get me on game pass and i, and I understand game passes value God, you're like my the... kindred spirit. This motherfucker. Right? Always talking. your spirit. Well, actually, it's on Game Pass. Like, I, I, okay, I get it. I get it. You get it. I, I understand. Yeah, computer. exactly. Yeah. But being an older gamer, does no one remember demos? Like, demos oh, yeah, were a they thing. were great. Right? I subscribed to the PlayStation magazine with the discs and but everything. I'm going to continue. Oh, exactly. To, I'm going to continue to blow steam. But once again, they have demos back. You can <laughs> demo a game on Steam. Just saying. Right. Yeah, so it's just like that, um, like the allure of Game Pass, so I can download and try out a game. It's just like, can we get back to demo so everybody can enjoy, you know, something and and see what it's all about and then purchase? Like that would be great, but I know that's probably not good for their bottom line. So it, I understand Game Pass, but like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean it's like a demo list. That's kind of an arguing point there because I think list. that you can Game you can Pass also ca- includes Xbox Live Gold now, so like it's that's it's still. Ser- it's the same thing that Game your Pass is doing, service. you know, with the demo. It's the same thing that they're doing. Here's the first level. You're, you already see the appetite there. You just want people to do it your way. Well, like That's no, what Telltale we'll did that. with their games. It's like they yes. gave you the first episode. They say, hey, do you like it? And, All right. And people just right. bought it, even though it's the same game over and over again, just different skins. For, first <laughs> taste is always free. That's true. <laughs> Although they did go belly up for a reason. They did. Yeah, it's true. It's it a bad taste. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they made a Game of Thrones game, and they made yeah. a Tales of Borderlands game. I didn't even I played Tales of Borderlands because the Batman that was game good. was badass, though. It was badass. Mm-hmm. Batman was awesome. Tales from the Borderlands was awesome. Even the first Walking Dead, Clementine, yeah. that was fucking surreal. With Lee, yeah, with Lee, yeah. When you fucking mm-hmm. finish that game, that's like a heart wrenching story. Right out, right out of something. You know, from a Robert Kirkman page. That, that was just a mental mind fuck. I'm sorry. Oh, it was. <laughs> and then it they did the Mass Effect thing of those choices mattered in the next game. That's it, what I appreciated about that. And they actually did matter. Yeah. A lot. Whether you let <laughs> fuck Kenny. That guy could. No, he, he can stay dead. 
God, have you guys uh, had any chance to play with VR? Like, do you have VR headsets? Have you experienced any of the new sets out there? Um, I have Don't not, but I've always wanted to play human uh, human bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I honestly, I've always wanted to try. Let, Google it, YouTube it. Know. It is it is hilarious. Human oh. bar fight VR. It is and so and so needed during the pandemic. It's like I just what's it like to be inside of a bar? Like let's get <laughs> like, the top in there. Like, what was that like? The guy on YouTube, he was just sitting here, he's like, All right, I'm gonna grab you and throw you out the window and just be like, Oh, hit you and <laughs> the commentary on it was beautiful. And mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, sur- the surgeon simulator? Yes. Those are oh, some yeah. of the yeah. funniest yeah. fucking videos that you can watch. And especially the ones that like, this, really you don't need that. Don't need really that. get the commentary. They're like, "Oh man, I just clipped that vein. He's gonna die now." You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people are really creative on that. I have wanted to hop on the VR train, but it's also it's also like you know, which one do you go with? Mm-hmm. Oculus has you know, I have a lot of faith, uh, like hope for Oculus, especially with what they're doing. With uh, we covered the one story to where they're they have I think the gestures for your hands yeah. instead of mm. holding the actual <laughs> controls, which is really dope. You have add cameras. Fuck it, we'll work around it. I appreciate the innovative innovativeness, but also with the quest, this is just which one is owned by Facebook, by the way. Oh fuck! I don't. I don't Oculus. Know o- Oculus, Oculus is. Oculus. So is. I think a both those of, sets. A lot yeah. of people. A lot of people were mad when Facebook went down because that it did. It, you ha- it you had their Oculus right. headset. Yeah, that's right. Fuck! I didn't need a Facebook account. I didn't even think of that. That is a Facebook. So you thing. don't want Big Brother staring at you. Well, he, yeah. can, he can stare. I don't give a fuck. It's kind of my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was talking How about the, the George Orwell. Yeah, I think he was talking about the George Orwell. Oh, well, hello, right, right, that one. Right. Although <laughs> yeah, that is guy, great guy. That's, why he, that's why he has the nickname. Um, yes, because that's kind of unfortunate, honestly, because I had the Oculus Quest 2, um, and I had the PSVR before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oculus Quest is just unbelievable as far as it's just everything's inside the headset. Because with the PSVR and even other sets maybe you played with, yeah, like it's cables and there's like okay. an extra little box. There's all of this setup and hullabaloo about getting this thing in so you can play. Once you do, it's awesome. A lot of fun. Really cool. But this thing is like, it's just the headset. Slam it on and go. Like very user-friendly, very uh, super fast to get into. Lots of fun. Great games. But it's it's... Zuckerberg, like <laughs> Zuckerberg's yeah. in your eyes, and yeah. a, that's always in the back of your head of like, this is wonderful and amazing. I wonder what Zuckerberg thinks of my actions right now. <laughs> He's probably thinking something from his own planet. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you ever seen him? Just watch him drink water. It's, <laughs> it's it, there's nothing normal about yeah, that. Zenu's not going to work himself. Yeah, <laughs> Zenu uh, will be fine. <laughs> but uh, what? It, one of the greatest experiences I had with VR, and it's, it's across all the platforms, it's called uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. I've heard I don't of that. Have you ever seen that one? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have heard of that one. Yeah, it is. It's such a fantastic. I think it's people really understanding the power of the medium or the capabilities of the medium. So one person, for anyone who's not aware, you just put on the headset and you are in the room with the bomb. You are looking at a physical bomb in 3D like VR space. You can turn it. You can see everything. You have to describe to people in the room what you're seeing. It's like, okay, I see two blue wires and a red one, and it goes off to a switch. And then they have either physical paper that they've printed out, 
or a phone. Like you can just have like the manual on your phone. It's like, okay, quick flip. And everybody in the room is flipping through the pages. Find the red wire. How do you do it? Okay, first clip the red wire. And now these this room of friends are yelling at you. Oh, that'll <laughs> like, turn out you well. Yeah, you, you have to yeah. <laughs> clip the red wire. I can't see it. We're going to die. It just goes off the rails that Damn way. It, Captain, but, I don't have the power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just that, that sort of interactions where it's one person off in a different space, but they're still, it's not just, you know, some dork in his bedroom by himself, like jumping on buildings. Like he's, it's, it's this social aspect to it where somebody could be transported somewhere else while still being part of the group. And it becomes this communal thing. Uh, you know, I see the same thing. There's like this driving range game where it's, you can put it up on the big screen so people see, can everyone beat the scores? So it, it turns, it, it is changing it from, okay, just put on the headset. What's the coolest thing we can do for this one person to what's this, the ex, what's this experience when you can take someone else away and have everyone kind of else play it together. Well, so also it, making that, that live action movie of what um, ready player one, that kind oh, yeah. of, okay. that definitely helped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because that live, that live action movie really made people think like, well, shit. And I mean, that that would be awesome if we had this little online network we physically go to. Meanwhile, anime fans are just like, it's Sword Art Online. Yeah, what? we knew that we already. <laughs> like everybody getting into Squid Game right now. I was just like, dude, that's like five different anime off the top of my head. What are you talking about? I mean, Nothing there's new that, to see here. Yeah, there's that lag there, but I mean, eh, I might watch it. I don't know. And it, but it's blowing up. So where I think that, that that's going to be the effect. Because it's it's already we've already seen it happen with other things. It, this techno technology and Lord help us if fucking people like Elon's chip in the brain. Oh God. Oof. Mm. Yeah. You Did you imagine trying to pick out hackers then? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> must have camera on face so we can see when you're twitching. No, he's he's deaf. No, he's having a seizure. Calm down. <laughs> Got a review board just for that. Oh, man. The Neuralink is going to cause problems. I don't so, want to be right. It's so though. exciting, and, though. And, like it, and migraines. And, and migraines. Like, the potential of it, like, the thought you could just think it and anything comes back to you. Amazing. Oh, yeah. like you said if, you're, thought. if your memory gets ransomware, we're not going to let you remember what your kids yeah, look exactly. like. Unless you pay yeah. us 20 Bitcoin. <laughs> and, and, unless, <laughs> unless you open your eyes and you see that FBI warning. Like, you can't. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to Please, it's going to be the future. Shiba coin. You must you 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 must you must pay four hundred thousand dollars in order to in order to wipe this this warning away. That's going to be the next scam. But I can't see. I can't walk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else get that blind scam? I can't. I can't move. I can't go to work. Why did I click on it? Oh God! I'm glad I learned Braille. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so what uh, if I could ask like what games are you guys uh, playing currently? Like what's in your current queue? Currently, I am playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I'm going through that one, really enjoying it. Reliving that that first game in with that beautiful graphics quality is really really good. I'm doing a replay through of Last of Us one and two with the oh, DLC, nice. and then um, when I just want to kill time, I'm usually just playing NHL 22 or NBA uh, 2K 22. Nice. Yeah, the said I just finished up Hades, uh, which is a symmetric really robot. Yeah, oh, I've it, heard that's good. It was made by the on, same people who did Transistor and Bastion. Mm-hmm. Yep, super giant games. It's just those those people can't seem to do anything wrong. 
So well, that they that also give them away for free on Epic, like fucking whenever they can. <laughs> <laughs> the Epic once was it once a week you get a free Epic game? Yeah, that's pretty much the only time people actually log into Epic on PC. Yep. Like, what's the free game? Okay, thank you. Okay, I guess I'll play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go play Fortnite. Big thank brother, what are you much. playing? I uh, just got bu- done playing uh, Infamous Second Son, and uh, uh, I've also been replaying Oblivion. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's a commitment. Big Brother is a huge fan of Skyrim and all the, uh, Elder, the whole uh, Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls series. You also yeah. been okay. playing Star Citizen. What, uh, what platform is Skyrim on? Like, where can I buy it? <laughs> it's well on your fridge, and it comes on every phone across the world. They're gonna, be, they're gonna eventually you two that shit, and you're just gonna walk out of your house, and a tree's just gonna have. Oh, you're finally awake. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna stumble down your steps. It's like, oh, you're finally awake. <laughs> now, now, have you ever played Skyrim in VR? No, I have wanted to. I am not a masochist. I mean, I'm Irish, but yes, I am a masochist, but not that level of masochist. (laughs) No, if you're a fan, you definitely need it changes the entire game. That's the only recommendation of a new Skyrim. I will tell you to double buy. It's VR, the VR edition. Look, it it completely changes. The only reason I would buy that is if they actually add in a logical auto fucking save. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to play for five fucking hours and realize, oh my god, I didn't save that entire time, and your whole fucking time is wasted. I hate that even more than turn-based games. I really do. My god, you can mod it yourself where you put a logic in there where you sleep. No. Yes, I'm not. You can I'm code not, it. I'm not modding. You can code it yourself. Mr. IT professional. Oh, coding. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not coding. Like we got that type of time. In Look, you just got a code. Oh, really? Just go on Reddit. That'll copy get you canceled on Twitter, <laughs> Mr. Code. Fancy Pants. Yeah. The mod, the mod that always, code. for that type of stuff, the one that always works for me is the uh, infinite carry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. Just, it's like, like, I live in meat space every day. Like, I know I can only carry so much. I don't need that in my video games. <laughs> I'll be damned if I have to, like, sort through 100 cabbages just so I can get something <laughs> that I want. So, like, <laughs> I hold on to everything, but we also had the story uh, about a month or so ago of the dad playing Skyrim who did not get rid of anything. He was a Skyrim hoarder, and his his son got him a new Xbox, a Series X, with, uh, with Skyrim on it, and then put all the mods on it, so he got him unlimited carry, and he was so amazed at how fast he could run. He was playing 360 version, so like before mod. Wow. So he was dedicated. Wait. So wait, yeah. wait, so he was doing that like half speed the entire time? Entire yeah. time. Entire wow. fuck. The commitment, the masochism to that. <laughs> that has even Dark Souls fans being damn, dude, calm down. <laughs> this is a hill I'll die on. Like, my God. Here's my master sword. Yeah. It, it totally sounds like a dad, though. A dad thing to do. It's like, well, no, I can't throw it away. I'm going to need this. Yeah, it might no, not no, be now. I, uh, I think there was an ulterior motive there because if he was a dad, he's like, no, I'm playing my game because it's serenity for him. <laughs> as soon as I get to the next town, I'll be out to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. come to dinner tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. like, he maybe just be playing the long con there. Um, Jeff, do we know if um, Skyrim Granny is still alive? 
Yeah, she is. Curry? Shirley Curry? What was her story? She's going to be an NPC in the next one, I believe. Because they saw her. She survives. I don't know. It might. I don't know what. What's her status at that? The next Skyrim. They got technology to rebuild people. (laughs) There's There's plenty of plenty of screen time. Plenty of screen time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get a Elon neural uh, link into her, Mm. and just move her consciousness into the new Skyrim game. She can live forever. There you go. Yeah, in VR, you're good. In the age when we're launching 90-year-old Enterprise captains into space, I'm not putting anything past it. That's right. Yeah, it's a good point. (laughs) Good use of everyone's time. Touching space. Rich people touching space. I still think he should have, you know, did a fuck you Picard, you know, or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just be classy. (laughs) I might have the definition of that word wrong. Why does why does the spaceships that they're going to space with have to look so phallic? Right. Maybe they just they don't want to have subtlety. They're like I don't I don't know if anyone's going to get it, so I just want to be really clear what this is about. And you got to penetrate space. You really got to show it. Get it in there deep. <laughs> really jam it. You got to do it multiple times. In and out and in and out and in. Well, no, Elon's get that the dollars. In. Elon's the real one because he's like, no, you don't just buy a put a new jam a new rocket into space. You keep reusing the old one, baby. Up and down. <laughs> We're going in and out of space a bunch with the same rocket. (laughs) He's done. One one by one, they all walked away slowly. (laughs) It wouldn't be the first time. Um, But we'll hop on over to our first story I have here. Um, Obviously, that, well, yeah, we have, uh, he's going to switch it over here. Boom. You can find a new dad gaming right here, newdadgaming.com. We also join us tonight for a trailer dump of fandom. Disney delays again. A new live action series is a static shock. And so much more on the Triforce podcast. We hop on over to the first story because the Cape Crusader is the new animated series that we always wanted. No trailers or anything yet. Wow, what ears. But there's, oh, oh, yeah, they're going old school with this shit. It's like in the vein of the 90s. Mm-hmm. The 90s uh, yeah, they're going into that classic kind of, you know, noir feel for this, like they did okay. in the old one. But they're saying, this is for adults. This is an adult Batman. But so it's, it's a cartoon. It's, so it's not going to be on Fox in the afternoon. It's not going to be on Fox then. Okay. No. Just no. making sure. But uh, the creatives behind Batman the Cape Crusader revealed a first look at the upcoming HBO Max animated series at this weekend's DC Fandom, showing off the noir-inspired Gotham City. Bunch of pictures it, and some you know, footage to where they said they released like a, uh, like a little web video in like 2018, and that's where they kind of in- captured this. Okay. The classic Batman uh, satchel patches, or pouches rather. With the belt, yeah, with the belt, yellow. Where, where do you get the yellow belt? Toys? Yeah, obviously we're getting long ears, but mm-hmm. uh, he said, "Creator says my elevator pitch of this show is that it's more Batman the animated series than Batman the animated series." Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, oh. it's not like green. It's green. Oh, <laughs> it's very, wow, gee, yeah. great. Thanks. It's green. It's great. It's yeah. so great. Yeah. He said, my idea was to say, okay, it's 1990 again. I get to do what I want this time. And I have JJ and Matt backing me up, which 
through the whole video they had there, J.J. Abrams was just like, oh, yeah, we just wanted him to do it. Because you have the original Batman animated series, obviously captured a lot of fans' hearts, and now this guy's saying, now I get to do what I want. So all those perfect stories that we got for, like, Mr. Freeze, Harley Quinn, the, uh, yep. the creation of her, we're now getting this guy saying, yeah, but this is what I really wanted to do. If it turns out like Harley Quinn season th- season one and two, I mean, I'm not going to be mad. What are you guys' thoughts on uh, on on the Batman? I mean, if we're going back to the original, like if if he can capture that spirit of that and push it forward, I'm all on board because that was some of my favorite TV back in the day. Oh, was yeah. watching that Batman, and now rewatching some of that because uh, I have gone back and seen it after the DC fandom. A lot of it was just inappropriate for what, what age I was at at the oh, time. Yeah. And maybe that's why it was so memorable. I don't know. <laughs> like Harley Quinn? Oh, my gosh. So he's, he's thanking his parents Look, that he was able to watch this content. <laughs> oh, two, back, back then, man, it was go watch your cartoons. They yeah. didn't fucking watch that. So this was pre-rating system, too. And they were so putting like, in the jokes for the adults because they thought adults are watching this with their kids. No, they aren't. No, you're no. just corrupting a whole new generation <laughs> of kids. This is what hey happened, there, Billy. <laughs> this is exactly what happened to us, and why we're here at therapy. I mean, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can, yeah, they can take some of those stories. Like you, you mentioned, Mister Freeze, and that really some of those scenes when he's looking at his wife and like the music and the panning, like that was powerful stuff. So if they get to, oh, yeah. but they had to keep bring. It's like, look, it's got to be a tight twenty because we got to shove at least like four pop tart commercials in here, um, <laughs> and no, you can't do more than one episode because it's for kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they, if they can kind of play in that space, but be able to elongate it, like a lot of new modern television has, like yeah. big, like you mentioned with the new Harley Quinn show, like this big, long storylines that go in oh, yeah. without being overly uh, and it's dramatic so well- about their stories. It's still awesome stuff, right? So well done. And especially Harley Quinn. I was like, ah, oh, you got a series about Harley Quinn? And then I watched it. And the guy who plays King Shark is my fucking favorite. <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> ever love that fucking dude's voice because his voice for king shark i can't fucking remember his name but his voice for king shark is fucking perfect um if you look at it that uh, mark hamill has gone on record with interviews regarding the series of mm. not being able to like push like the visceral envelope with mm-hmm. the language but giving that context to what was you know asked to being delivered, and he was spot on. And then mm. you look at what carried over, you know, in the, the Arkham games, mm. he was able to just ramp it up to eleven at that point. Oh yeah, so those I, were I, masterful games too. They were, they were, they yeah. were some of the best. The whole series is just if you ha- that's another one of those titles. If you have that flashy, hey, you don't got this in your library. I'm clicking it. I'm buying it <laughs> because it's on sale, and I want that. I need that now. My digital hoarding aside, <laughs> we've already well covered that. My problems. All right. I'll contact J.G. Wentworth because you want it now. <laughs> so. <laughs> we've had, the, we've had that button this whole time. Oh, my God. Dude, I have, just for when these fuckers are unappreciative, I got this one. Okay. That's amazing. I almost feel insulted because I guess I mean nothing we've said so far has been funny enough. For that <laughs> <laughs> he just actually, it's actually the opposite. If I'm engaged in the conversation, I forget these buttons are fucking here. Besides the beginning okay. and end of the show, there you go. Because good save. Good save. Whenever I, <laughs> well, whenever I do a good save, it's always that was a good segue. A good segue <laughs> onto the next story. Okey That's doke. my son. <laughs> That's Thanks. his son Connor. We uh, exploit. 
the voice of Connor all the time. Like uh, it's not exploitation. Exploitation. No. His father approves. Oh yeah, we have parental consent. Like watching this next story. Um, Black Adam. We finally got some goddamn footage this for this shit. Was good man. Once Black Adam, like you see Dwayne the Rock Johnson on the fandom, and he still looks fucking huge when they're zoomed out. Like I could barely see everybody else. That's the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I know those shoulders and that bald head anywhere. And then they zoom in, and he's the fucking rock. He's awesome. We well, see it's either, the it's either the rock or six guys in a trench coat. <laughs> either or. And the fact that they got Pierce Brosnan. Fucking too. Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Fate. I've always loved that. And he's saying this is, you know, an amazing movie. It's There's nothing else like it. Because I will repeat this fact. This movie has been in the works longer than the Marvel movie universe. This trends all the way back to 2000, and I think it's like 2007, wow. that they were trying to make this movie a Black Adam movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's how long this actor. has been. Yeah. He's been an actor since 2000. He was uh, literally, I, it's, he's perfect for the role. It's like he was born for this fucking role as Black Adam, and he's super into it. Uh, everything that this guy touches is, turns to gold. I mean, he, he's got his... Uh, Look, you can see him right there. Of course that's Because he's an action figure. <laughs> he's right there. He's You're a like... living action figure. And if you ever want to be inspired, his fucking Instagram is what you need to watch. Look at And also look at his Vanity mm-hmm. Fair interview. Because right? yes. he went on, he, he went on um, record saying that, uh, you know, Hollywood's just like, yeah, you got to do this, do this, do this. And he was just like, you know what? And then he's like, I can curse in here, right? He, and they say, yeah, you can curse. He's like, fuck it, I'm being me. So, you know, and then wow. and it just goes right into. And he's also know, right in Warner Brothers' face. No, you need to get Henry Cavill. You yeah, need to get him in He's championing Hen- Henry Cavill to come back to be Superman. Are you going to tell this man no? I'm not. <laughs> sure, man, bring him in. We'll get him in. We'll get, you want him in your movie? We'll put him in your movie. I don't fucking care. Let's do it. Yeah, that's how you do it, man. I mean, you he when he's speaking for the fans, though, I think they're gonna listen. And he gives the fan what they what they want. That's for sure. Yeah, he is Scorpion the King. people's champ. <clears throat> that's because they smell what he's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great chef. <laughs> he's the bedrock of any production. Yeah, he's got a big case of Poontang pie but for I'm you. Bumped. For you to munch up. <laughs> oh, if that's your thing, go One for it. One of the best things ever. He's got that. a great foundation. When I was when I was a kid, <laughs> I went to SmackDown when it was in Philadelphia, and the after, they have like a lot like us. They have end credits, so their end credits after the show it was The Rock and Chris Jericho on stage, and The Rock was asking Chris Jericho what his favorite kind of pie was. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your pie is. <laughs> it was the best. But it's also the best with this trailer because we finally get this. They're pretty much summoning him, saying she's out. And he's like, oh, yeah, shit's about to go down. So we still we know that we're getting the Justice Society of America, which has not really been highlighted until Stargirl. And, you know, even Legends of Tomorrow had it. But now... We have a film it's been version touched upon. of it's been touched like a. I'm not going to go to the don't. Catholic school don't. Uh, joke, but the lineup includes Adam Smasher of Noah Centrino, Hawkman, 
Uh, Cyclone, Dr. Fate, obviously, Pierce Brosnan, and, of course, The Rock as Black Adam. Um, so, da, 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 earlier this year, uh, Hiram Garcia, president of production and Johnson's Seven Bucks Productions, told Polygon that the Black Adam creative team's top priority was to bring the anti-hero's array of powers to life. The philosophy seemed apparent. It's not like you see him um, move super fast just one time. You see him fly uh, just one time. We're doing uh, techniques that have you'll never have seen before, bringing him to life. So we're going to see some new technology that they've brought out to make this movie mm. happen as well. This guy, just him alone, is bringing the powerhouse of production because you know, he is worth so much money, and he's doing this through his own studio. That he's founded he with probably did two other movies at the same time while doing it. The man's so fucking motivated and driven. <laughs> I don't think he sleeps. Does he sleep or does he just... He just hangs upside just down for a little bit weights. and that's it. <laughs> just lifts weights 24 that's hours. It. That's his that's resting mode. He's his lifting rest. weights. <laughs> and eating massive a, quantities of food. Look yeah, at do you guys have any concern about the tone of this one matching the tone of Shazam and where they've kind of taken that? Because if I'm not mistaken, Shazam and Black Adam are kind of the arch rivals, no? Yeah, but they're saying that they're gonna. It's gonna be Shazam versus Black Adam in Shazam Three. Okay. And the kid playing Shazam, Billy Batson, is gonna be 35. And look, That's right. <laughs> nothing like Zachary Levi. Hello, fellow kids. Like now he's playing like a high school, uh, I think like a high schooler, a middle schooler, or some shit like that in the second movie, and he's like fucking growing facial hair. They're like, come on, Billy. Oh, they re- they recreate anybody. We'll de-age him. It's oh, fine. Oh yeah. I mean, you look at like yeah, Wiz- Michael Douglas in uh, Wizard Black. Lightning something something. Oh no, it's a new kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for Black Adam because it seems that they're they've taken the time using new stuff, the volumetric cameras, uh, LED screens, super high sc- speed photography. They're pulling out all the stops for it, but we're gonna get to see it July 29th, 2022, and then we're off to the Batcave. Exactly with the next story because Matt Reeves' Batman also dropped the trailer. Uh, set in Gotham City, Batman finds Bruce compete with the throw, uh, complete with throwback Batmobile, a speeder bat bike, and a costume that might made uh, might be made of guns. Really, you can't match my guess. So, just just reload the reload the story. So uh, the costume might make. Might be made of guns, but charting the waters of a crime-infested world. This is a detective story, noir. They've also said Batman's going to be in the suit 60% of the time. Because okay. this version of Batman, he's he hasn't, cre- he hasn't crafted the persona of Bruce Wayne. Because Batman is Batman. That's why when he holds the lasso of truth, he's like, Batman. So this... Really touching on that, once again, something that we really haven't seen emphasized like that, and his detective nature that we haven't mm-hmm. really seen glossed on like this. I'm really excited for this movie, especially with this fucking trailer. So I yeah. like the trailer. I like you know what they're presenting. I'm just curious of what they think of Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I wasn't I wasn't on board at the beginning. Um I was thinking twilight i'm like how is he gonna get batman across and is he gonna do a voice to to get it going but seeing the trailer i don't know he's a pretty a pretty good fit yeah i mean i i'd have to see more of it but he looks the part yeah. like i think he looks 
more like a Batman almost than anybody else that has ever played. I won't like way better than George Clooney. Let's not even go there. But I think he can do it. And if they work on those detective stuff and and all that stuff, (laughs) that can work. I mean, if we have to go through a whole rebirth of Batman and find out, you know, his origins again, I'm going to like go to sleep for the first bit. Now, they did say that we're not going to see the origins. It's going to be like moments like that build up to him. Like it's, you know, it's more of a, this is a gloss over. Yeah, we don't need the 46 telling showing of his parents dying. We don't have to kill Martha and Thomas again. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. I know you love killing them, but like, come on. It's like Uncle Ben. Le- yeah, let could you imagine the casting for that? Could you imagine the casting for that? You're reading for Martha. No, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just laying there. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, so this is going to be a short roll. All right, I'll book that other movie next week then. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I, I will that... say, if you um, have a, if you have any inclination of like, Robert Pattinson, watch out Water for Elephants. It is a good movie. He does carry some range okay. in that. Um, it will kind of like, it'll sway you either way. You either will like it or not. And that will kind of guide you what you think. But he does deliver a good performance in that movie. Any sparkles hmm. in the light. Yeah. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, baby. Twinkle, it's, twinkle. It's hard to fight crime and be the dark night when you sparkle. Sparkle, That's sparkle. Oh. Vampire turn to Batman. Bat. He's in the Bats corner twinkling. Bat. Sparkling <laughs> and looking fabulous. <laughs> Meta Batman. Uh. But uh, Matt Reeves shoots his Batman in extreme widescreen, which sounds dirtier than I made it intend. Um, <laughs> and with you get to see him in extreme widescreen, like you've never seen him before, <laughs> with, or like you've ever wanted to see Batman. <laughs> with see a, him like never. We're gonna bring it to you in thirty-two-nine format. <laughs> More Batman than you can handle. Patterson, Patterson, Patterson. <laughs> So it's almost. You guys fit right in, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sponsored by the Harry Donut. <laughs> Visit the chocolate brownie across the street. Um, it's almost black and white film quality when with a burst of sun or splash of fire, which breaks through it and later in the trailer. So the, uh, there's a nice artistic look at it. Um, I've liked the bat suit and the premise of this of having a more detective-based Batman. And it's just not the same regurgitating, you know, mm-hmm. bullshit that we've seen. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to know the character. And I've it's a good it's a good pre like inception that. story of of how Batman well, yeah, eventually became the Batman that we. Knew. Well, yeah, it's year two. He's got a he's got a fucking car. He's got a bike. He's got a nice place set up in the he's cave a, under his bell. parents' house. Goes rain. <laughs> You know, I kind of really made Batman sound like Steve Carell or somebody in 40 years. Alfred lets him go out sometimes. Now, who's the guy in fucking Grandma's Boy? Oh, he lived I, in the fucking I, I basement, the weed dealer. The uh, that was guy. Dante. That was Dante. With so the, with the Dante. monkey. With the monkey. He has yeah. bats. Even better. He didn't need a monkey. He's got a whole, he's got a whole bat security system there. No one's going no to break into my house with the king of the jungle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, when your fucking front door is a waterfall, like, who's going to fucking go through that? Not me. 
If you're a gamer, you would that immediately go through that waterfall because something's you're behind it. You're, there's a testing, chest back there. You're, you're testing the that. invisible wall through. Pot of gold. It's sparkling. It's sparkling. I've played Legend of Zelda. I know the people behind hey, that hey, waterfall. Hey, it's dangerous out there. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> a certain group told me not to go chasing uh, water waterfalls, right? Yes, yes. That was TLC. Stick to the seven-digit numbers you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're on to the next story. We are, because we also got... It's a Flash. A different Batman, kind of, in the Flash trailer. This trailer had so many fucking, like, dick tease moments that you're not... It, it, like, with the Batman, you just see his... His pointy ears in the back of his head. The Batmobile. You see it covered up by the sheet and the drape. You know? And then you see two flashes. One Supergirl, giggity. Don't. Don't. It's okay. One's himself from the future. So it's it's totally fine, maybe. I don't know. That that is what we call stalking. That's a very good... Would that still count as a three-way if it's yourself from the future? Um, It would be weird either way. Now, if you weren't with with, that, with that woman in the future, that would be considered cheating for the woman that you're married to, though. I I think um I think we're going down the, the, the wrong timeline. vein, giggity. That is true. We're supposed to be talking about Flash. Um, here we see the Batman ears. <laughs> Steer that car right back up on the road. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, it's like Montana. Just keep it between the fences. Um. <laughs> so we see that. We also see here, we see the older, e- more emo uh, future Flash in the back. We see our Ezra Miller uh, that we know and love. And then uh, uh, Sasha Cali as Supergirl yep. in the cave. So Ezra Miller also said, Batmobile right here. Um, he also said that there might not be any villains in this movie, which I kind of like the concept of that. How do you have a movie without villains? How do we know? Trapped in time. Time's the villain. How do we know what's a villain and what what's what's the the actual universe itself could be the villain because obviously you have a flash make a mistake. It's the whole point of Flashpoint. He's learning. Oh, I shouldn't run that fast. Who's the uh, and mess with future and save my mom? Who's the president? No, (laughs) no, we can fix that. Um, If it can be, Flashpoint was the. Got one of the such an amazing story. Like the thought of the twist, especially just on who Batman and Joker were yeah. in the alternate future. Like the, the kid dies, and the two parents like split off, and the mom being Joker because she went I insane because the kid the died. Like that, that was such a punch in the gut. That was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. when they started to do this, I'm like, are they going to go that dark? Like, are they going to be that See, literal with Flashpoint? That's or? why I really hope Joker. That alternate ending that he wanted to do was that. Joaquin Phoenix kills fucking Bruce Wayne in the alleyway at the end. And then, boom, this universe has no Batman. It was metal as fuck. But I also thought that would have been the perfect setup for a Flashpoint universe with this this original Joker. And that would be the trauma causing Martha Wayne to become the Joker. And then Thomas Wayne, like, I got to stop my bitch wife with guns. (laughs) Old school. This is what a great way to explore the character, too, because like, the next uh, guy who has to try to play Joker, if you think about the lineage he has to follow now. So Joaquin Felix, Phoenix, um, <laughs> Heath Ledger, like, what are you going to do to the character? Jared Leto, I suppose. But if it's a woman that got to take a shot at, how In cool In Snyder Cut, I liked Jared Leto. The mm-hmm. Ayer Cut, 
I did not like him at all. But in the Snyder cut, I really felt like maybe we do need an air cut. Especially he delivered, if he, he delivered, delivered more character-wise. He had more character mission. development in the three and a half minutes in the Snyder cut yeah. than he had in the whole movie of Suicide Squad. Yep. That's just <laughs> mind-blowing. Well, he was only in Suicide Squad for like five minutes, so that's you know only two minutes. He had three scenes with with in the movie. That's mm-hmm. still and then like she fell and like landed on a car and was like fine for some reason, right? Am I remembering that right? <laughs> I try I, to I, troubling that. you troubling you can't remember. <laughs> or I try to forcibly scrub from my memory. <laughs> yeah, I, try to, <laughs> I, I really try to forget that one because whew, the second like, one, like you uh, said, we're not punching down. We're just forgetting. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. punch down if I don't know where the hell I was. I was meaning to punch. So there we go. It's all gone. But I. But that um, the I, Snyder cut was just yeah. That, I was really surprised how much of a difference that made. Like it, it's like this was the actual movie. This is awesome. Like I really, I didn't honestly. And to be clear, I didn't actually mind the other Justice League that bad. It's like oh, this is fine. Action movie, punchy, punchy, bad. Yeah, it was just campy. Yeah, 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 neat. But then the, when you watch the Snyder cut, it's like. Damn, this is the movie we could have had. This is crazy. And, and if and they can kind of keep that sort of pedigree up for Flash and anything else, it would have launched man, please. that universe so much quicker. Because especially mm-hmm. with uh, Discovery helming the WB's ventures in animated and f- live action and film, that I'm more inclined to and trust the, them than the people who have the new Suicide the Squad. Because like, imagine what would have mm-hmm. came. If well, then we had Peacemaker and all that. Now, we don't know when these projects were approved, but it's like The Mandalorian. Now we're getting all this other content that fans are like, you know what? I would like another one of those, and I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. It's that pro- that promise there. Yep. It's where it doesn't matter if anybody actually changed seats. They are trying to do something differently. So, fuck it. I'll allow it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it seems like seems like a lot more risk is coming down the pipe, which is great. So there were there was the What If series on yeah. Disney, where it's just what if uh, I don't know Wonder Woman was a zombie. Like they just went ape shit nonsense. Like it was crazy and great. Yeah. Then also with uh, the Star Wars stuff they did, I'm, I'm blanking on the name, but they had these like Visions? 15 minute sh- was Star it? Wars oh, Visions. Yeah, yeah. But same thing where it's like it's this beloved property like. Very much like protected and careful. It's like, no, nah, make them a samurai. Whatever, have some fun. Besides <laughs> the one where uh, only the androids needed a, a a space helmet, like everybody else was like fucking partying and fucking waving their lightsabers and using the force out in the vacuum of space, and then here comes this android with a fucking space helmet on. Innuendo <laughs> included. Like I get it. It's a cartoon, but can we have some fucking continuity here? I think we need to go to the next story. Probably. <laughs> because there's going to be a lot more cursing with... That, that was a good segue. Peacemaker. I switched the page. Hang on. That was a good segue. Thank you, Connor. Thank you. So, Peacemaker, obviously, with the success of the Suicide Squad, we now have a Peacemaker show. And with the trailer, it's just fucking Peacemaker. John Cena plays this role so well. I really enjoyed watching Fandom, especially when I got to the panel here for Peacemaker because one, they all seem like a fucking tight-knit family with actors, you know, that's like few and far between you see with the films. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like fuck that guy. He's cool, like uh whatever. Especially in the era of COVID where it's like everybody was just doing their lines, doing their scenes or being in front of a green screen and mm-hmm. and performing their just their 
points. But now, like this movie is one of the few movies that they, you know, they actually go on set. They do all their scenes together. Now yep. that you know, it's coming back to a, some semblance of a normality here. Yeah, I mean, I do like the premise of Peacemaker, and I love that they were able to continue this. Um, this woman, I forget her name. It's like Anya or something. The character, but the fact that they made Peacemaker like Captain America, vigilante, but like just you know, fuck all. Captain well, yeah, America. it's it, he's he's been an in like looking through some of the comic stuff. He has been like that character, but seeing John Cena do this, like he has this whole other level. When he has this it's kind of delivery, comedic flair, yeah. his delivery, like, oh, this is the butt baby moment when he's talking about the butt babies. I used to think I was a butt baby. My brother had me thinking I was a butt baby for a while. Like, it just looks so much different. And then they're saying there's actual character development because you see here, Peacemaker's talking to his dad and his, of course, yeah, you ain't shit, you know, kind of attitude. To where there's a lot of character development, and that actually is taking some flair from stuff like The Boys and other things that really kind of build on this natural uh, satirical viewpoint of comics, yeah. but evolving it to a realistic view. And I think shows like this are really important. Is there yeah, any other they, suicide character? Oh, sorry, go, Jeff. No, if they, if they can harness that, like, The Boys vibe to that... Yeah. where it's kind of in here and it's you see that real part of a superhero because if if superheroes existed they'd be dicks like they wouldn't be like honestly like yeah you can't tell me what to do like <laughs> jeff's just I going saved. for it dick and you know what <laughs> ultimately superman would end up like either homelander or to bring it to yeah. marvel centurion yeah yeah they would they or would completely lord help us if he was like fucking omni man like my oh, god, god. Yeah. Like the yeah. fucking invincible, Jesus! Mm. Robert Kirk once again. Robert fucking Kirkman, man. I watched Walking Dead, and then Bob. He was like, "Oh no, you got to read the comic," and that's what got me reading comics again. Is what Robert Kirkman in The Walking Dead? Yep. And then I was like, "Oh, well, what else does he have?" I checked out recently Invincible. I read eleven volumes like a crackhead, and I loved every minute of it. And it's just this man <laughs> has this way of saying, "Hmm." This is an interesting idea. How much murder can I put in here? <laughs> How much is allowed with PG thirteen? How many yeah. swears? Okay then. I can I can work in, in between that. Let's go. Because you look at like uh the well, avoid train the scene. rated R by only saying fuck once. But then you get like the train scene. <laughs> that was fucking brutal. He held his kid's head like this. Like, when are you gonna learn your lesson? That's child abuse. Nobody called Anybody about it. Or just strict parenting. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Even though parents You the get 50s. out there and use your head to stop that train. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man did it. Mow the lawn after you're done. <laughs> no allowance. No well, games. I definitely I think that's a good property. Um, just like this next story. You'll see Peacemaker on HBO Max January 16th of 2022. So we don't have that much longer to wait for Peacemaker. But unlike this next story, we may be waiting a little bit longer to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which, of course, is... That was a good segue. Not to wear that button out because I can't. Um, <laughs> Disney delays the upcoming Marvel movies again. Are you surprised, though? 
No, not really. No, not at all. Uh, they announced the delays for its 2022 Marvel films, along with the uh, upcoming fifth Indiana Jones movie, all will, uh, which have been pushed back to uh, later the, in the year or moved to 2023 entirely. Marvel movie shifts are usually the chain reaction delay to the pushback. One movie means pushing back all of them. So there's the domino effect there a bit. Doctor Strange now coming out on May 6th from the March 20, uh, 25th date. Okay. That's which, not really that bad. That's taken Thor Love and Thunder's place, so we got to move that back to where uh, to July 8th to where Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever originally was, and now Look, that's moved to November. This is Disney, a multinational corporation, like, yeah. and they can only do one thing at a time? Yeah. You can't film two movies at once? Come on now. Dude. All, see what happened is, what happened was all the money is in the savings account, and they got to move it to the checking account. <laughs> they 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 invested into crypto wallets, <laughs> so it takes time. But, to yeah. Then with the director, I, d- I had to Venmo the director, yeah. but he gave me the wrong one, so <laughs> I got to get it back after a week. And it, there, there was this weird configuration with Zelle and PayPal. <laughs> All strange. All strange. (laughs) Bringing it back to the Doctor of Strange. Um, The Marvel movie is Marvel's moving from November 11th to uh, February 17th, 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania now is taking a July 28th, 2023 time slot. They've effectively just moved back and took each other's And then untitled Marvel films. Obviously, they moved some out and they moved others into the time slot slots in 2023 so we'll have to see what is announced there but we know what's coming we know blades coming we know the fantastic four is coming we know the mutants um for you know x-men gotta be culture or gender appropriate for that one lord knows we can't call it the name of the fucking property but there's other names you could use x-force xavier's pals and chums i don't know fucking think x disney Xavier's buddies. Xavier's buddies. That sounds so much more friendly. (laughs) Then the first scene is Cyclops opening up his optic eye. Go, gifted kids. (laughs) (laughs) Scar him early, like we were. Um, But, you know, a bunch of untitled movies being swapped around yeah. here with do you guys do you guys mind it? Do you get upset? Like, I find I'm generally just thinking as long as it's good and they keep up the quality. Yeah, take a month, take a couple months, like, get it right. You guys like a little I've perturbed calm, by it? Like I've calmed time? down on it, especially after um, I forget the, the I think it was like Universal with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog released the trailer. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody was like, "That is terrible." <laughs> Go to your room, and they're like, "Okay, all right." Have you redo this assignment. I know you can do it better. And they fucking Billy. took a year and said, "All right, how about this?" And it was a fucking box office explosion everybody right before it. covid too and it had mm-hmm. nothing to do with the games it was just sonic you saw a little bit of uh the first level yeah the, the nuances Hill zone, and stuff like that yeah. but that was it it was just sonic in our world and it was a good movie and he was in the car for most of the time you yeah. think it might be a bit slower for the fella but that's okay <laughs> sure <laughs> he's hanging out there was no running and why would you have to go happen. fast that's not Integral to the character. So he's just a hedgehog. You can take the a, second. Take it mo- the second. The second Sonic is going to be Sonic and Hooch. It's like Turner and Hooch. It's like a buddy cop movie now. 
Science gotta go tell, shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we also come to our next story, which is our ad segment, of course, for our man, Frank One Punch Percy, anchor of Punisher War Journals himself. You can find him out on the con circuit, and Frank is out there. Yes, doing the- Frank is a buddy of ours. He is yeah. amazing. He, He's got he used a- to ink for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his own projects in the mix, and this is his yeah, website. His, yeah, his new project, which is Caribe the Hunted, which I have talked with him about extensively. It's just such a good comic. First book is, I think, completed. The second one's being worked on. He's got a lot of projects there, but we always like to highlight them right here in between the transition to the gaming realm, which is our next story, kind of, with we were just talking about live-action remakes so serendipitously this has to be a good segue but that was a, a live segue. action system uh yeah a live static action shock. system shock static it says system, system. fucking system autocorrect shock. god damn it static shock <laughs> Fuck it. yeah but the next story is binge the video game focused on entertaining entertainment streaming yeah the next story steve it's loading. Oh, fuck. It's Our internet is. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear you say stall, but now, well, this is technically stalling, I guess. Yes. Um, but Frank loves systems. Uh, what is it? System static shock. <laughs> <laughs> static shock was a great show back in the 90s. Cartoon. The cartoon, yeah. yeah. I was wondering, if have they not brought that onto the DC streaming service? They Isn't there a live making, action one of that now? They're making a film. For Static Shock, I believe. Hey, cool. finally loaded up. Fuck you, Game Informer. Um, but <laughs> Binge, the video game focused video entertainment games. streaming platform, will launch in 2022. It's working on a live action adaptation of System Shock. This adaptation will stream exclusively on Binge, and uh, the series is being produced with help from Night Dive Studios, according to Deadline. Night Dive has owned the rights to System Shock since purchasing it from now defunct Looking Glass Studios in 2012. Okay. Are you confident in this IP, old man, for a live action jobby? Because we're still not in paved roads when it comes to gaming adaptations. Video games transitioning to, to live action. I mean, they're usually shit. Yeah, with the exceptions of being Sonic and. and the Detective Pikachu, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat on the on HBO Max. That's mm-hmm. an, that's another exception. Yeah, Witcher is animated and and the and the live action. The live action was based off the books and not necessarily. Oh yeah, the but you can you know fuck yeah, it. I'll add it in there just for credit. The games were based off the books and they were condensed. So we need a win here. So it's the it. transit of property. <laughs> Poking holes in our win. Take the W. Take the W. This oh, is where, got big Swiss cheese. This is where I th- this is where I throw the math in. If A Plus B equals C. Boom. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but you're talking A plus Tuesday equals 127. It doesn't work. <laughs> if you add in chicken nuggets and subtract lemon juice. With sweet and sour. That's okay. how you get there. But. <laughs> get somewhere so it's not like si- system shock. It's the, the, the times really kind of felt like. Just let's throw it at the wall. Let's do a bunch of cocaine. Let's lock ourselves in a room and come up with a concept. <laughs> you know what? It <laughs> ah, Stephen King method. I like it. You know what? Yeah. It, it, it reminds me of Lawnmower Man a lot. So yeah, now you go. <laughs> so you think about The Witcher and how you know it's novels, like good written books. Like this is interesting. All right, build a game, build a story. It makes sense. System Shock was 
which I almost feel like now I'll do research and find out it's actually this like 30 year project of like a literary genius and I'm just besmirching it. But it, thinking back on the game, it really felt kind of just, I don't know, like computers and people rocking through cool kids will love it. Like ship it. Let's make some money. That's yeah. why and I thought that we're going to base a show off of this with like a long arch with actual actors. Feels that's a why bit shallow. That's, that, that's why the, I will hold the exception for the last of us because they're converting that to a live action show on HBO mm. yeah, because right. the person who writ it, written it, he's actually directing the HBO live action show oh. as well. So he's got like Neil all Jordan. the con yeah. all the content that you know he wrote for the game because he wrote the script before he built the game. Oh, who all better? The mechanics of the game. So. You know what I mean. So that I'm I'm excited for that one. And then it's it, like getting it Hideo Kojima to make a Domino's Stranded. I mean, uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, when you're it's in the apocalypse, same fucking thing. You, really need a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. It, but but uh, I mean, with Bella Ramsey and yep. and. Um, Pedro Pascal is the the two main. You know, the internet that, that. are already getting mad at Bella Ramsey because she doesn't look like Ellie. You just to. and the same fucking people probably just complained that the the Ellie two doesn't look like the Ellie one. Like you guys got to fucking pick, okay? You can't expect her to grow up. Of course, your facial structure is <laughs> going to like change. Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, no, no, that's not Allie. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Maybe it's coming from a Doctor Who fan. I'm okay with people changing their faces. It doesn't matter. Just but just make it a good story. Good. Yes, exactly. For truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. That was another thing they announced at the fandom. Like this next story, uh, they changed Superman's motto. That's not the next story. But the next story, <laughs> the next story will have Superman. The story we're not covering. Yeah. Someone else well, I story. just pretty much told you. They just changed right. the fucking name. But one thing that wow. didn't change is how awesome this fucking game looks for the Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Dropped us a trailer here. Rocksteady, the team behind groundbreaking the Batman Arkham games, is taking the Suicide Squad in as the, the next shark? game. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. That's DLC. That costs extra. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> But I want him to sound like King Shark from the Harley Quinn show. Or Sylvester Stallone from the sly. fucking Suicide Sorry. Squad movie. Sly. Well, yeah. That's not, King that's not hard to, you know, to capture that. He, had, he literally stole that fucking movie with hand. <laughs> <laughs> and friend. Those two fucking, yeah. those two words, with it, that's all he fucking needed. Kind of like how Vin Diesel stole, you know, with I am Groot. Yeah. With yeah. I am Groot. Groot. Yeah. I think uh, you'll hear some people bemoan the fact that how popular Marvel movies got and how superhero genre in general. But I think one of the best parts about it is properties like this. Like, so they're kind of reaching into the outside, like Suicide Squad. The thought that, mm -hmm. you know, go back and tell your 10-year-old self, yeah, this like offshoot comic yeah. is going to be this awesome series of movies and now this amazing game. Yeah. No, there's no way. You're going to get your Batmans and Supermans and that'll be about it. So the thought that this popularity has them dredging up everybody else and then lets them be a bit more riskier or try something different or different formulas i'd love it so it's exciting to see this type of stuff come out of the woodworks and yeah, when you mention you that you can't that... bring the misfits to the front and that not have them act not as misfits so mm -hmm. you know it's well that's just... an interesting point because he mentions that and then i think of like why i like titans you're grabbing characters that were like they weren't main characters. They were like mm -hmm. you know, B, C list characters, and they just highlighted them yep. and really, you know, uh, emphasized 
their story and their character, and it uh, it turned out great. Fans fucking love it. That's what I see here with Suicide Squad, especially with the popularity of it. Like, there were f- people who did like the Suicide Squad. It won, like, what, an Emmy or an Oscar or some shit? I believe so. It, it won one <laughs> of them. Like, okay, all right, that's fine. And nobody was, they were like, wow, you bought that? All right, you bought the award. <laughs> but this, like, and you look at like, Injustice, the animated movie that just came out. It They tried to copy the game. It got fucking shit panned in reviews by critics saying they tried to rush it and stuff too much shit in there. With video game media in this medium that we have, you have however fucking long you want to tell your story. Yeah, you can. That's why properties like this will continue to grow now for DC. Because that's what they did right. And and which is why I'm glad they're doing like a live action show Mm -hmm. versus a movie. Because if it's episodic, you can space out your content. That can be more easily transitionable for video game content to go into the small screen. Yeah. When you try to condense it into a movie, you have to, yeah. you essentially have to have like five or six movies you're creating. Oh, yeah. You know, for any one game. Yeah. With two hour long segments in between. This is like, Besides maybe Flappy Birds. Did you hear the rumor they're doing fucking Fortnite as a movie? Really? Yeah. They're planning yeah. that. I don't know what the Angry fuck Birds. it's going to be about. If they can do Angry Birds, they can do Fortnite. Well, that's true. Yeah. they did. I did have that same kind of question when they said they were going to do Angry Birds. Like, about what? <laughs> Property <Bird>. destruction? <laughs> yeah. Is that the message you want for your movie? Like, hey, kids, wreck your neighbor's house. Like, I don't know. It's okay with a slingshot, a pig, and a bird. I don't know about that one. That's not violent. We're just going to throw live animals at things to try and knock them down. They're not what dead. Go around. They're just asleep. <laughs> it's just they're asleep. Just yeah. They're totally consenting to it too. So don't worry about it. They just that's it. that's part of the end user asleep. license agreement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited yeah. for this one. How are you guys feeling? Do you want to see this as like what they're doing with Guardians of the Galaxy, to where you're just Star Lord? To where they pick a character like, nope, you're fucking King Sharker. Yep, you're Harley Quinn. Or do you want that smorgasbord of, let me pick my Suicide Squad member? So, like 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 we have Marvel Avengers, where you can pick, yeah. interchange your part yeah, but good. your characters. Yeah, but good. And not pay to win uh, aspects to it, too. Yeah, that'd be nice. Don't add the grind. No. I, I think it could work if it's like... Something that where you can pick your own character because not everybody's going to want to be just one. If you could build a team yeah. and have everyone like their own character and work together or apart or against each other, that would be fun. I think that would be oh, a cool yeah. way to do it. But, but it has to be good, like you said. Like it can't be like Avengers where it was. There was an X Men game they did boring. that. Build a mechanic where where you know in order to get past this part, you need this character. They did that right. in Dragon Age Inquisition. As well, so well they did. They did a, a X Men game. It got once again shit reviews. X Men Legends, yes, yes. It was you created and, your character, you apocalypse. picked your mutant power, and you went off there. But there was not enough in the game there to really yeah, sustain it, was, it right. but I did like that premise. It, it definitely of, wasn't sustainable. Yeah. I'm an X Men. Like that's the game I could get into. Like give me an X Men game. The timing is good. Like with Marvel flopping as it, what well, flop is probably too strong a word for not receiving. As good as reboot for Marvel, be, that game being what it does. Let me yeah. try to say it that way, trying to be kind. Okay. Uh, not well received. 
the way Marvel came out with their game. But that's that's almost kind of good for this game because they got to watch and say, oh, oh, no, <laughs> people don't like this. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. We can't take that out. John, take it out. They don't like it. The Marvel one's getting ham- hammered over it. Yeah. I think I think uh, the, what happened with Marvel was is that they gave the IP to Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics, which they're good for storytelling. Mm-hmm. But when you for that type of grind heavy game, so they took the aspects of the old school Final Fantasies and then threw on Tomb Raider on top of that to for as far as a mechanic and said, oh, yeah, this is the game, which it doesn't it, it did not translate well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. But I still think that there are certain there are certain properties that people are just avoiding. And like games like X-Men and stuff like that to where you can really do that character creation. Because that's still, I think, one of the last fronts of single-player story that the, you can have the most fun with. The mm-hmm. best X-Men game I've ever played was the X-Men on Genesis. And you would know oh, it. Classic. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yes. It is. The Genesis version was so much better. And if you got, if you chose Wolverine and you just st- stayed stationary, mm-hmm. your health would go back up. <laughs> that's all it took. Yeah. That's, uh, that's all it took. But then a great point. Wolf, uh, Wolverine Origins, that fucking game. That game was awesome. Yes, the movie was, was shit, good. but that fucking game, I was like, oh my God, you can yeah. do Wolverine right. This is so much better than the movie. Yeah, that's one of those titles that really feels like next gen. But that's like what they promised us. Games are going to be like this. And then that game comes out, regrowing like the bloody and violence and everything. You're like, oh, yeah, this is next gen. They're doing what they promised us. That That was amazing. The next gen promise, like, what was it? Far Cry 3 compared to like Far Cry like 4 or 5. It was the mechanics were so much. A lot of the mechanics were so much better on 3. A lot of of people said Far Cry 3 was... Uh, Far Cry, like Skyrim, but Far Cry. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, you're playing Skyrim, but this is actually fun. (laughs) That was was one of the reviews. I remember that because I was working at Best Buy at the time. I was watching the the, the marquee scroll every every, uh, four minutes. So the Suicide Squad, remember them. Uh, Kill the Justice League is set for release for PC, uh, Xbox, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 in 2022 at some point. (laughs) But we're going to be going a little retro for the last uh, story before the end segment. The retro sci-fi adventure game drops a trailer below. Um, The Invincible is an upcoming sci-fi game announced last fall based on the 1964 novel of the same name. The game is the debut title by Stalwart Industries. Stewart? Starward. There we Starward go. Industries. There the we studio go. Studio made up of X Land and CG day. Project Red Designers. If that's the first name I fucked up today, I'm going to be so surprised. I will give you a yogi button there, sir. <laughs> there we go. So uh, a studio made up of X Techland and CD Project Red Designers. Wonder why they went over there. After mm. sharing screenshots of the intriguing project, Starward dropped the, 2077. the first trailer, <laughs> which sets an intense atmosphere for the spacefaring adventure. Unrealistic Famed, expectations. Famed sci-fi writer Stanislaw Lem wrote Inven- The Invincible, which tells the tale of a spacecraft called The Invincible, no way, landing on planet Regis 3. 
Its team of explorers is on a mission to locate the missing sister ship, but the crew discovers an alien vessel from a mysterious form uh, of self-replicating life. Cool. The trailer introduces protagonist Dr. Yasan, the woman exploring the surface of Regis 3, and her ally, Astro, uh, Astrogator. What the Astrogator, fuck? yes. <laughs> Well, are we Navigator are we Loki? Are we Lokiing this shit? Is it's, there an it, astronaut it, alligator? <laughs> he's not a navigator. He's an astronaut. Boat time. Oh, we're oh you astrogate. I thought it was like this yeah. is an alligator who is now an astronaut. <laughs> that guy's not a gator. He's he's got King Shark. We got astrogator. Day one. <laughs> Day one. Yeah, title. <laughs> Stalwart describes the game as a cinema adventure thriller with branching storylines leading to multiple endings. Uh, the Invincible was previously slated for this year, but will instead launch in 2022 for uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. While we still don't have much of a sense of the game's moment-to-moment gameplay, the retro-futuristic aesthetic, uh, aesthetic and the cel- celebrated source material should be enough for f- sci-fi fans to get excited. I liked this because the the pretty much the verbal in this trailer was her, you know, saying, "Hey, I'm checking out this planet. You know, man, this is beautiful." And then, sh- you know, shit going awry. To where I like that, especially like the if they keep this first of, person on this planet. Beginnings of interstellar interstellar travel. And what are you going to do? Is this like, what planets are you going to visit? Like, do you sense, like, is this planet going to be safe or not? Like, kind of well, like, I kind of like the story set up because it's like, well, your sister ship is fucked. And guess what? So are you. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's nice to know. You know, it's like going into Subnautica, like, hey, there's your ship at the bottom of the fucking ocean. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's exactly like Subnautica. Subnautica with sand. Yeah. Like, All right, yeah. now you're dead. That's it. Now you're dead. Have fun. And space parasites. You know, I mean, I like that. Uh, like, I liked, Hashtag not my Metroid. I liked playing Subnautica, but if they did that with like this novel, I feel like that would really fuck up the story that they're pulling it from. To where I kind of want to see them do, do The Witcher where they just kind of pull shit from the novel and make it a really good story-driven game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just leaving it at that. Story-driven game. It used to be good for enough for all of us. <laughs> Before yeah. the this type of trailer, I don't think does it much favor. What I worry about these type of trailers, it's so cinematic and it's well put off. They're teasing you a whole lot. Really it can be the mobile you. game thing to where it's just like, boom, turn-based. You're like, ah! <laughs> now you're playing Raid Legends. Card battle system. <laughs> yeah, you guys are making a lot of promises. You're going to need to try to... Writing a lot of checks you're going to have to cash. Like, that is... Now on an episode of, of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> That's the thing, though. It, it, there's always a lot of promises when you're doing the trailer to where That's... it's a nice thought it's a nice setup so that's a i'd like to see how it's that's a good question what cinematic trailers have delivered from a video game standpoint i would say fable fable bioshock Ooh, yeah bioshock's a good one bioshock's a good one um yeah i'm standing by fable because as soon as i saw that original fable gameplay trailer oh yeah assassin's creed arkham yeah arkham and arkham yeah um damn there were good there are a the, good collection of stuff that actually did Mass have Effect. a good trailer. Mass Effect was one of them. Mass Effect was good. Fallout 3. Fallout 3, the beginning, yeah. Well, both the Fallouts that I love. Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. New Vegas, yeah. 
Out of, Fallout out of 4, Worlds. Yes. Fallout out of 4 Worlds. was really good. We don't talk about the other one. Yeah, Outer, <laughs> outer <laughs> Worlds. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no 76s around here. Yeah, um, no, we don't mention that. <laughs> even, our even though we're team, in Philly. We just call them the Sixers. <laughs> but um, Outer Worlds was a really great game, and that fucking trailer just had me so amped up. I'm still trying to complete it, man. It's just so fucking good. Well, I always get it confused with Outer Wilds. I think it launched at the same time. And I had no idea which one's which. <laughs> I didn't either. I had to Google it, but then I ended up buying. <laughs> I ended up buying Outer Wilds anyway because fuck it, I got a problem. So, <laughs> but then I played it, and it's very, it's very artistic. It's to the point to where it, you have like that uh, Majora's Mask thing of yeah, dung three days, and like I got completely fucking lost. In the mm. universe, because I went through a black hole and then came out on the outer rim of the universe, and then I only had so much fuel left to get back to the place I was, and I ended up f- flying right into the sun. <laughs> geometry Classic. is not my thing, and NASA, you're not asking for me. Not at all. So, keeping with the uh, space theme, the No Man's Sky sort of is an interesting redemption story because the trailer for No Man's Sky dropped, and that was... You know, massive hype immediately, especially when people found yep. out the gameplay. Well, know, the actual game, they were promising some... Star Citizen, but complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually playable. And Star Citizen can't even give that. <laughs> we know you tried a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. He's still above the bed. Still got some problems. Yeah. Yeah. You guys aren't good enough to buy a twenty thousand dollars ships for a video game. I spent enough. <laughs> oh, he spent not enough, not man. when his oh, first yeah. player character with his knee in his chest. <laughs> you got to be able to walk, yeah, <laughs> and use the elevator. They're having a problem with that. Yeah, always. yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like Pyramid Scheme. The game is Star Citizen. <laughs> it's, it's if they crazy, ever finish it. Just... Brought to you, you know. by Amway. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a bitch at next year's Citizen Con? They're like, all right, we're actually starting over. We're making a VR universe now. Certainly, you know, <laughs> with Chris Roberts, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. You know, like it would truly never be done. But I do like the game, like Space Marine and fucking mm-hmm. maybe one day we'll get Squadron forty two yeah. with Mark Hamill. Yeah. Be dope. Um, so all of you people bought Star Citizen. That's great. The real way to make money, though, is if you sell Star Citizen to four of your family members. <laughs> Here's your code. Use this code. You'll get a free bonus ship. And then people share it on the socials. Use my code. I'm going over now. Yeah. But I'll give you my uh, invite code if you're on. <laughs> We'd like we'll to thank this week's sponsor, uh, Star Citizen. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll email Pop that invite over. code right down the bottom there, would you? Oh, my God. I yeah, right down the bottom there. I figured oh, out how to edit that Find in. it. So, speaking of editing, we'll edit on over to our main webpage, pjandwh.com, where you're going to find the funniest moments of this podcast right up at to- up top with all of the funniest moments. But we end off the podcast here. Um, one thing I thought of a while ago, and it was inspired by Kyle Hill of Because, uh, because Science, and now he went on to his own YouTube channel. Ooh, that's nice. I think he calls it The Factory or some shit. Still doing the same thing. He was on Mythbusters and stuff, but he on Because Science, on the Facebook video, he had a thought experiment to where he would say, like, would you really want Wolverine's healing factor ability? No. And it was a, an interesting thought experiment. Yes, so my I thought would help it. This would be the best.
best way to end off a podcast. A nice thought experiment to get the brain pumping. So I thought of a nice end segment this week, especially gaming-centric. What game power-up would you want in real life? And why? I got one. Once again, Big Brother has his answer. Wow, that was right off the bat. Usually it's Tom Cruise's Wonder Woman. Although I I didn't want to just that's, ruin it. That's that's not that is it's not that. No, like um, what was the game where you could go back in time? Time the, splitters. The, no, with the uh, yeah the knife and you could uh, go back in time. Braid? Prince of is it uh, Persia, where you go like go back. Oh, in time. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like that with the uh, the little oh, knife where you go back fuck, in time thirty such seconds. A good. Well, I didn't even. I, I really just. Why did I date her? <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, I would use it for day trading. That's, that's, I mean, because then man. you would be able to go back thirty seconds and make millions. Mortimer, we're back in business. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I would like to think Metroid suit, but you know, maybe a male suit. But I, I would never be able to use the ball form or any of that. I'd probably just end up using the the laser pistol to pop open my beer bottle or something. I don't know. Yeah, he would try to conform to the ball. You'll see his leg hanging out, blood coming out of the ball. You know? <laughs> That's how he died. <laughs> Superpowers right and all. <laughs> In a <Yeah>. ball. <laughs> yeah, but um, honestly, I, I thought about this. I would still go for the Mario fire leaf. The fire flower? The fire flower. Even if it's timed, I just have, you know, nice supply, a box of ever, you know. How morbid would this a box be? of a like? flower that's popping out? <laughs> I can't get the mushroom because Lord knows I'd have problems here in the U.S. about that. But <laughs> especially if it made me bigger, like, whoo. And then Pfizer, would you want to get in there and Viagra? It's like performance enhancing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a whole box. You don't want to tiptoe in the mushroom festival window there. But I would like the bloop, little fire blip or the raccoon leaf of the raccoon ears. Yeah, the tanuki soup. Yes, I would love that because one, <laughs> then you have a tail, and you can fly. <laughs> Who wouldn't want a tail? Oh yeah, and the flying too, but the tail too. You know, I, I found the tanuki suit and my little fire blip because who wouldn't want that? You know, especially if you could control the intensity of the fire, then it could just be like a little spark. Like, ow! What was that? Oh, like, dude, you got your coffee's a little cold. Let me get that for you. Like, dude, you got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. blip. So Super how how shit. morbid would it be? To have the power of Kirby, you just ingest somebody. You inherit, you mm-hmm. inherit every, like all their knowledge and <laughs> Once power. again, there's an anime for that. <laughs> <laughs> that time I got reincarnated as a slime. It's fucking fantastic. But he has this absorbability to where he absorbs everyone, and then he just gets your fucking powers. Like the Absorbatron. Yeah, so that and Kirby. Yeah, some, yeah that'd be, be good. See somebody skateboarding really well, you're like, oh, you're really great at that. <laughs> you get the skateboard really well. <laughs> what happened Thanks, to my son? Is that his skateboard? Nope. <laughs> but watch this kickflip. <laughs> he'll pass. Delicious. He'll pass in three to five days. <laughs> <laughs> Something will pass. Yeah, I think they. If you could have a, you know, it's various forms in different games, but just where people have infinite storage on themselves, so be it like some sort of fancy sci-fi watch or oh, some sort of backpack, but like. Beep, beep, boop, and now your car just pops out of yeah. your watch. <laughs> you just take yeah. it wherever you'd want to. Damn. Yeah, so you, some you sort of digitization phone, of storage. Like in Grand Theft Auto 4, you pop out your phone, and then it 
out from the ether comes a boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> it's like that old it's like that old comedy bit where they have the doctor's okay. bag and they set the doctor's bag and they pull out like a fucking ladder and shit and you just pull all that out. That would be really fucking handy. Mm-hmm. I know caps. Because you'd have to have something like that to where if you have like your pocket, there's only so much you can pull out of your fucking pocket. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, where'd you get that jelly baby from? Oh, I got an infinite supply. See, I would go. I would go with the portal gun. Oh, See, like, I think you could nice. do anything with it. Like, if I want a beer from the fridge right now, boop, portal gun. I take Fuck. take a piss, boop, portal gun. <laughs> Damn, that's such a good fucking. Well, with the portal gun, remember, you got to be able to see it. So that's right. That's right. You, so, well, you got to really plan. Like, if you got a heavy night of drinking, you're like, Bloom. that's going to be helpful later. Ahead of time. <laughs> And then you just ah no nah, it's fine. And I you got gotta it. put you gotta put the portal in a spot where no one will walk through it and actually fall on you. No wait, Chris <laughs> is in the bathroom. You don't go now. Don't go now. Like or, what? Or, no, or, you're, or you're sitting so there peeing into the portal and someone's walking into the bathroom and now they're getting sprayed. The <laughs> horror! You're peeing uh, on my face. Ah, that's, that's where you're missing the true comedic moment. That's when you start singing R. Kelly. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that was punching through the bars. That wasn't down. That was right through the bars. <laughs> through the zoomies. <laughs> um, one I thought I, I really found interesting, nobody tiptoed into Mega Man. Oh. Because, I mean, some, I mean, you know, like. Well, he's a robot. Blade Man, you know, that could be helpful if you need to cut something. Like, hang on, I got, a, I got an app for that. I'm Blade Man! <laughs> All right, calm down, guy. Yeah, yeah your own uh, Swiss Army knife would be perfect. You know? What do you need? Oh, I got six, I got 20 powers I can help yeah, you out with. You just got like right? 20 powers. You could, that's another kind of Kirby situation. You were just like, nice power you got there, bud. <laughs> Slap! Fish, <laughs> <laughs> if someone was to yeah! eat you entirely right now. <laughs> wow, we really painted a bunch of psychopaths, didn't we? Yes, we did. That's, that's, the, I'm, I'm totally, totally level. That's exactly how we end off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we a lot. We also end off with the thank yous. We want to thank you, Kelly Collins, March of Ace, Frank Percy, and of course, Trevor and Jeff of the New Dad Gaming. Thank you guys for stopping by. It has been an absolute fucking blast, and you're welcome on anytime. Shoot us a link. Um, anytime you guys have, if you want a guest on your podcast, we're here. It's ob- obviously an option, and uh, you're great guys to talk to. Interesting point of view. Couldn't be happier, and uh, I hope you had fun, too. That yeah, was an absolute riot. Thanks for having us. Is there anything that you guys want uh, like need to plug or anything yeah. that you want to present? Plug stuff here. <laughs> Man, just- <laughs> nice, so, yeah. Yeah, I was, oh, sorry, Jeff. Kind of <laughs> tripping over each other at the finish line. Yeah, that. Yeah, if anyone wants to check out the show, we're at New Dad Gaming, and so we're on all the major podcast networks: Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. If you just look for New Dad Gaming, we try to record weekly with uh, as much as we can amongst gaming and kids schedules. Nice. And yeah, appreciate it, like and subscribe. And man, what an absolute blast! Yeah, man. I mean, that's just the kind of flavor because I noticed with a lot of podcasts that. You'll see gaming podcasts. You'll see, you know, nerd podcasts about Marvel and DC. You don't really see everything like anime and comics and all this. All-encompassing one. One podcast to take all five nerdy Infinity Gems and put them in one convenient podcast where we try 
to force it on you. <laughs> Hence the name right there. Triforce. We try. But forcefully. We, we also try for a long drawn out goodbye. I am your host, Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man. And of course, to my left, co-host, Christopher Bristow, the old man. We have our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother Stephen Bucarell. And of course, our mascot, Hero of Time, Link Diablo. And of course, Trevor and Jeff from The New Dad Gaming. We want to thank them for stopping by. We want you guys to stop on by next week. Because as always, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, game on, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Oh, no, we're going to end it. Oh, gosh. Oh, we're shutting it off. Oh, gosh. Bye-bye. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our island Kelly. But in the void, there is no there. We're just waiting for our guests. And chat banter. Um, have you gotten the chance to check out any of the stuff that hit uh, HBO Max? No. Um, Titans season three is ending. They announced season four, which that I just can't emphasize enough how much I love that show. They just take the DC properties and they do it right. It's the world. You just know these characters. This is the world. And... You get this dark, gritty Gotham this season. And how they do it, we already talked about Red Hood's appearance in this and being a main focal point in the series, and I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. So it's the, a good one to hop on. The wife and I, we've just finished watching you. Oh, my God, it's fucking trippy. Yeah. It is like what every guy doesn't want to say they do, but they do without the killing. <laughs> what? You have to watch the show. Okay. I thought it was a masturbation joke. That's on Thursdays. But um, the other other one I saw was Young Justice has their new uh, season, Phantoms. Okay. No word on if Ben Affleck is in it, but he would be the bomb in Phantoms. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Wife and I started watching Ted Lasso. It's a very good show. Okay, very good show. Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV. We finished uh, the movies that made us. Yeah, their new season, which was really good, ending off with Elf and John Favreau. That one was old. Was it? We have not seen. Oh, that. well, it was good. That, but they had like um, Nightmare also. Before Christmas and yep. a whole bunch of the other the other new ones. It was mainly Halloween centric, obviously. But the new with Halloween, Halloween and you yeah, know, the new Halloween centric ones were Halloween and and Friday Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, and I mean they were really good, man, because you get you got that perspective. Oh, cool! We both got that. You can answer him back. Um, you could just hop on whenever he likes because sort of we're just waiting. bantering. Make sure everything works, you know. Matt Kennedy. Oh, he's posted in uh, the pop. He's, uh, Matt Kennedy's back to doing the Black Opinionated podcast. Always like to shout out my brother Matt. Because <clears throat> Matt's have to look out for each other. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a Matt and you're like a dickhead, then. Good you know. peoples, man. Good peoples. Yeah. Like, can you say that about all Chris's? No. 
You can't say that about all all mats either. That's a very, you know, generalized statement. But a lot of the mats that I have met have been genuinely, like, good dudes. I can say that. Like Matt Kennedy. I have a cousin, Matt. He's awesome. It'd be weird if you're like, well, I got a cousin, Matt, but fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of an ass. Fuck him. Uh, No, that doesn't apply. But, um, yeah, no, movies that made us, that, that's where the tangent, the variant popped off from there. Um, but, no, there's like a, and apparently, I didn't add this in the news, but this is out there. Disney's getting into the anime game. Because, mm-hmm. of course, I had to cut the news story short. But especially they with. They started the anime game. Well, yeah, yeah, but anime. Hey, anyone remember Steamboat Willie? <laughs> but anime is top-notch anime for the day. That's like the term just referring to the Japanese style of it because it's got its own flavor, you know? So Japanese people have to draw it? Okay. okay. Uh, no, but it's just uh, it's the style of it. It's All very Japanese. All right, sent. Um, but, yeah, no, Disney's getting into the anime game. Which, Especially with Star Wars Visions. And- you know, that was the first tiptoe in the window. little Timmy Tulips reference again. But I liked Star Wars Visions through and through. It was nice little chunk. You know, some animes, legitimately, like One Piece, you got like 15, maybe 15 minutes of new material in that episode because it's, this is what happened last week. Which, RIP to, uh, what is it, uh, Christopher Ayer, uh, voice of Frieza. Oh, my God. I didn't even see that. 56. 56. He was, wow, he was battling. Surrounded by family. Um, yeah, but Did the Frieza, family kill him? No, well, they lost a damn sensu bean, man. Well, that's what happens. Or Goku yeah. wasn't there. Well, he had his heart problems. so he Honestly, have. I would have been. I mean, if he had. I didn't know he had problems, you know. But not like he, I was best friends well, with him or anything. No, no final transmission no, for, for Frieza. <clears throat> no, but I did. Uh, I always figured, like, the guy. Silly who, monkey. The guy who plays <laughs> Goku is really. I thought he would go first because he would go off like an aneurysm because of how much he yells. Yeah, he was, he was having migraines because of his, like, chaotic yelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hello, Trevor. Hello, Trevor. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Man, thanks so much for having us. It's an honor. It's really awesome. Ah, we love having different people on, man. I mean, um, I'm not sure if Chris told you, but it's pretty much what Projangers is. Um, He Hmm. found a word, made it up. Um, (laughs) That that's marketing one on one is like make up your own definition. (laughs) (laughs) And we developed the definition over time, which is a person Hmm. or group who. love or are infatuated with nerd and geek culture and nice. you could be a nerd and geek about anything so we've had music nerds on we've had weed nerds on we've had an actress we have uh comedians and all we this had a roadie on a roadie yeah <laughs> genuine music nerd and he wrote what was the name of it it was uh memoir of a roadie memoir of a roadie uh, axel said i made a good cup of tea yep scott wyland like wow. the carpenters and ozzy drinks rose which was the Longest title ever, but the book yeah. was amazing. It was a good book. That whole, that whole thing was the book. Oh, that was the title. Yeah, that was All the title. The title. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were just give me the highlights. Oh no, that was <laughs> that was it. But one of the highlights is he made a movie about his life. Yep, and he toured with the Cranberries, which is where he found oh out 
that the cranberries were large, like very popular in like Brazil and South America and like all around the world. They filled fucking stadiums. Jeez. I only know zombies, personally, off the top <laughs> yeah, of no. my head. That's about it. That's all Circa I know about the <laughs> Because it's literally the only song they still play on the radio. You'd have to wonder, how deep into the album does everybody get? Or they hear Cranberries, they're like, all right, let's go see the zombie show. Perfect. <laughs> and the whole show is just them waiting for that one moment when they finally play zombies. That's why I'd never go to or, a show. Or, or they go to a show and they don't play zombies whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is only new Just material. A, which, I mean, like, all geez, what, Smash Mouth having a concert and not playing All Stars. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> just troll everybody. You walk into any CVS and you'll hear that song. Yes. Yes, you will. <laughs> that and Bare Naked Ladies, too, right after that. Been one week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Guilty Pleasure. I like that song. Everybody Even likes today, that song. I mean, I, that's one of those songs where I'd, I'd still fucking listen to it. Like, hey, been great. I like their rendition of singing um, the national anthem in Philly, though. Although I yeah. still like Weird Al's hmm. version, parody of their song better. Weird Al is just oh. a mastermind. Oh, yeah, that's just, I think it goes for any song generally. It's like, oh, yeah. he improves everything. I knew um, uh, Amish Paradise before I ever heard Coolio's <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. I tease, my, I tease my friend who's a general contractor because he made a parody of Fancy named I'm So Handy. <laughs> <laughs> which is just a parody of him being a general contractor. <laughs> That's good. Very, just be very careful with your wording. Yes, please. Please be that careful. That was the... God, my favorite uh, story with Weird Al is like he... We got another one to admit. admit. Yeah, that'd go. be uh, Jeff probably. Does he have his video on? Eh, again, Find right. out. Getting around to it. So where where out in Canada are you? So I'm up in Ottawa, and okay. then Jeff's wow. just outside of Toronto. Okay. So both in Ontario. All right. You guys, uh, it was a Philly based that I see on the show notes. Yeah, yep. man, close enough. Right in, uh, right out of the suburb outside of Philadelphia in Delaware County, and uh, nice. We've been doing the podcast for about coming up on in November four years. Uh, November 2016. Would be, Jeez, yeah, we've been doing it for a while. So, yeah, and it's called <laughs> hat. That's awesome. It's quite ironic that we found you because we saw that you were doing two sixty two, and this is episode two sixty two for us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was. It fits so much because I listened to your last podcast, and mm. I like it. Man, you guys have a nice perspective about things, and especially with like video games in particular. It's hmm. it's very hard to click in with an audience with video games because you think there's those corporate bigs. You got IGN, you got fucking Game Rant, you got hmm. Game Informer, you got yeah. everybody's got a fucking site. And then you're just passionate about something, doing a podcast. And then podcasting is like bigger than it's ever been. There's mm -hmm. over like a billion fucking podcasts right now. Yeah, remember when we started, when I said we should start doing it, it was like one-third of the base that was in there out there now. Yeah. It's so, insane. Yeah, and it's just a good... It's a, it's good on my part because I love finding new podcasts, especially with good people like you guys. You know, you have a nice way about you. You're very much still, like, kind of seem like us in the fact that you'll, you'll talk shit, but you still try to... <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> you still try to be nice about it. You still try to build people up. You don't say, like, hey. nasty shit, you know, and <laughs> crap like that, you know? You're good like, people that, about it. Yeah, that's one of the biggest points. That we, uh, that's very purposeful. I mean, it's cool that you picked it up because the you'll listen to any number of shows, YouTube videos, and it's just it's so easy to punch down. Like, this sucks, and I hate this, and this will never be good again. A lot of it's like, okay, like, everybody hates Fortnite. It's like a lot of damn people play Fortnite, right? Kids adore I, it. Like I saw. So it's funny that you you cover this because yeah. I said I love Fortnite because it's keeping Great. the ten it's keeping the ten to fifteen year olds off of Call of Duty for me. Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Fortnite, that thank works. you Epic. Yeah, <laughs> it's called perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the you know, but it would just be everybody just wants the pot. Like, oh, I'm a true gamer, so I don't want to play Angry Birds or Fortnite. Although you know pick your poison that's such a weird angle it's like look everybody had a hard day at work they want to come home and if that's the thing they like to do man bless you could go on it go for it plus you're not going outside and getting blitzed or hammered or, or getting driving or, or anything like committing that. any crimes or anything like that <laughs> you're you're just doing that virtually on grand theft auto yeah you're, you're just teabagging and uh, screaming at look, other man, 12 year olds that's if fine you want to play yes senpai on steam you can it's like two dollars <laughs> <laughs> it's there for you there is always a on sale for sure. everybody <laughs> it'll, it'll be 10 cents next week sir <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a conversation I'm not looking forward to with my kids. It's oh, like, what, what game did you just buy, son? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, you're looking in this spending account, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, oh, I didn't subscribe to Tentacle Hentai on Steam. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. That was me. <laughs> thank you guys for for oh my god absolutely for having us. that was great so great so thank you riot. man let us know whenever you want to stop on you're again you're more than welcome to yeah, yeah that sounds good man that'd be a pleasure that was a oh man that was phenomenal <laughs> so they, I got, you gotta send me some questions beforehand it's like what uh what superpower would you want <laughs> immediately my just like oh god oh i'm oh, god. running through the catalog we, that's where we were on the spot forth, yeah. yeah i grill people on the spot with that i even did it to lisa wilcox too so yeah all the, the best all and i'll be honest what my first thought was my go-to was portal gun and i'm yeah. like okay that's oh it's fairly that's pretty low-hanging fruit though in case jeff can get it honestly i was just like maybe if jeff doesn't think of anything else he'll have portal gun so i found something else i mean my my backup was master sword like fully a fully charged master sword so you got that fucking energy blast that would have been too i thought of that one but i was like what am i really gonna use that for probably gonna get arrested that's a superhero one and then elon or some other fuck will get grab that master sword and then make it a military (laughs) technology and then he's a billionaire part of the global government with the alien pig hybrids with alex jones but we're going to the dark world Uh, (laughs) now they're putting guns on those uh, robotic dogs now so yeah yeah sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads (laughs) (laughs) what could go wrong i guess nobody watched that episode of black mirror (laughs) you know what was the first episode threw them off they were like fuck that show this guy's fucking a pig yeah yeah that was my I don't need to. I started yes. off with telling people to just avoid the first episode. Yeah. Only show I've Same. ever done that on. That yeah. robot one was creepy. 
was oh, all yeah. black and white and stuff and murdering everybody. Like <laughs> The mail order your dead husband was just kind of really disturbing and sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all really good episodes. Again, yeah, oh, skip yeah. the first episode and <laughs> yeah. go on to the other ones. Yeah. yeah. The social credit score one was terrifying. <laughs> and the... then China oh, terrifying. It's now a documentary <laughs> yeah. in China. <laughs> yeah. That's how they do things. <laughs> yeah. The That's not terrifying. Virtual yeah. reality fighting game one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah. kind of wild. And especially because like, I have like VR sets. So I'm like, huh. It's like, is that where yeah. we're headed? The fucking <laughs> Star Trek one. The the mock up yeah. soundtrack one that yeah. was just fucking you're like yeah that's psychopathic right there this guy fucking <sighs> and that was Haley Joel Osment oh yeah yeah didn't even fucking realize it until I saw him in what was it uh, Future Man and I looked up the IMDb I was like son of a bitch that is him and he was also he was also in full beard yeah full he full was beard. also in um, the boys as well yeah full beard as well yeah yeah I'm glad he's still working. <laughs> I'm just glad M. Night Shyamalan didn't kill his career with that shit, you know? Yeah, he, yeah, he kills right. shit. Yeah. He did it to Avatar. I saw it yeah. die in front of my eyes for years. Bring that one back. Apparently there's a live action Netflix going for that one. And then the creators walked out. <laughs> yeah, the creators that were originally that spearheading that show just walked out. Of They're the not production. doing it how I uh, want. I'm like, oh, God, that doesn't look good. That's not a good no. sign. Damn it. No, no, it's not. So it's just... Ah, shoot. Anime with Netflix just doesn't translate. Sorry, we didn't mean to pop the bubble when you were leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I leave you on a no, I'm just note. sad. <laughs> on that bombshell. <laughs> Thank you again for, for uh, uh, joining us. Yeah, Thanks, thanks so much, guys. Gents. Thanks again, man. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Have a good one, man. Take care. Okay, we'll talk soon. Bye. Anytime. X, X, X. Wow, they were awesome. Yeah, they were good. Bye. <laughs>